said he was going to try. Dang, there we go. All right, let's see. Oh, man. I was about to just start talking. I almost forgot I got to record this. <laughs> so what it do, y'all already know what it is, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all in tune with Panther Politics. I'm your host, Seven the Panther, a.k.a. the Carolina Hurricane with Ridiculous Slang, a.k.a. your baby mama's favorite rapper, a.k.a. a bunch of other shit you probably shouldn't call me to my face. And right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I am honored to have my man, 50 grand on here, Precise Politics, What's good, family? What's good? What's good, man? How you doing, man? Shout out to everybody listening. What's good, Seven? Talk to me, man. Shit, man. Saying it, man. Look, bro. I mean, like, before we even get into the music, man. I mean, um, of course, you know, everybody know that's what the pot the, the pot is pretty much about. Pop. But like, sometimes when you know somebody beyond the music, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's good to touch on other things. I mean, I'm just. I was saying before I hit record. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad to see you here. You know what I'm saying? I know you you and drugs were involved in a in a pretty pretty serious car accident. Uh yeah. while back, you know what I'm saying? I know that you just very recently have been able to walk without crutches. So I mean, like, how how is the rehab been going? How like how are you feeling right now? Yo, I'm feeling good, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like now they got some metal in me. You know what I mean? Um, I got seven screws and a steel plate and all of that. Um, you know what I'm saying? It was the road to recovery was crazy. You know, um, now I'm actually doing so good. Like I'm actually jumping rope and everything. You know what I'm saying? And um, oh. I just recently came back from a trip. I went out, did a little mini vacation. You know what I'm saying? And um, made sure I came back in time for the interview and everything. And uh, yeah, bro, I'm feeling good, man. Like you know, my little man. You know, he's super happy that I'm back on my feet. I'm able to play with him like I used to. I'm still recovering though, but you know. Everything is everything, man. Do you want to try to line up some shows, be on the stage, all of that, you know? Oh, yes. I mean, I know, I know, I know, uh, it's one thing, like, I know I got on a record a few years back and I couldn't perform for a while and it was kind of like, oh, God. But, like, as soon as I knew I was good and I got the green light, man, it was nothing in the world felt better than that, man. And I know you just mentioned your son, like, um, I just want to say on a man to man level, like, I've seen such a change in you since he's been born. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I've had I had an opportunity that even though it was from afar for the most part, like I've had an opportunity to kind of watch you. Um, you're probably one of the more honest people that I see on social media. Like you don't sugarcoat shit. You just say it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? So like watching your watching your progress and watching you move through not only your son being born, but like other other obstacles that have risen in the, in the accident and to see you bouncing back. Like I just want you to know, bro, you inspire me. Like in a lot of ways, because I'd be like, yo, it ain't just like you inspire me with the bars, of course, but like just just the way you live your life, bro, is, is inspiring. So I just want you to know, like niggas out here watching and, and we yeah. We yo, thank you, man. That's crazy, man, because, you know, you know, my son, like he definitely made a he made a better man out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the one that, you know, pretty much encouraged me without him even having to say it. Like he encouraged me to start doing therapy because I got I have PTSD I had PTSD before the wreck you know what I'm saying so with some stuff I used to do back home in New York you know you know can't really say it but like a lot of shit I used to do back home in Brooklyn and it's like I had so much anger for myself because of what I did and I hurt a lot of people and it's like it was hard for me to like really you know deal with that so you know we're always taught to take it to the altar and all of that we never really taught about therapy so that a lot of that shit blew up inside of me and it spilled out on people that I love you know what I'm saying like you know me and me and my son's mother we split up all of that you know what I mean it's like I was a scary dude to be around so it's like you know when my son was born 
I was like, I can't do that because he's going to have so much of me inside him that I got to be able to give him some very expensive and fatherly advice. And the only way I can give that is if I live it and I practice what I preach. I can't okay. tell him to calm down without me learning how to calm down myself. So I had to, and I'm still, you know, doing therapy and stuff like that. So it's like a lot of stuff I don't let slide. And it took a lot of time, a lot to mature. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a song now that's going to be coming out. And it's like, I'm like, you know, I told my, like I was talking to my son and I was like, you know what, daddy's raising you, but I'm growing up with you. Like we growing up together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if you, if you don't know, if you don't know how to do that and if you don't, you don't humble yourself enough to be like, All right, I got to go to therapy. I got to do what I got to do. I know I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? I got to embrace my flaws and all that. If you don't know how to do that, you know, then it's going to blow up inside you and you could lose a lot, man. So, you know, that's, that's my PSA for the day. Definitely. Okay. If you feel it coming up, coming along, you just feel like you can't bring, you can't handle it. Just go, go to therapy, man. For real. There's no weakness in it, yo. I had to do the same, brother. I feel you. I had to do the same thing. Like, and that's why, like, and realistically, you and a couple other brothers that I that I follow closely. Um, I mean, I, because of my personality, I'm not the type of person that forms a lot of close bonds with people. I'm just weird like that. But like, I, I consider people my friends, even if I'm not super close to them. Like, only because I'd be like, yo, I respect you, and I know you respect me, and I respect the way you move. So, like, as far as I'm concerned, we cool. If anything ever happened and you need me, let me know. I just ain't the type of nigga you gonna talk to every day. Just not the way I move. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I respect that because I'm the same yeah. way. You know, what I'm, I'm like, yo, whenever yeah. you, whenever it's go time, just send me the kite. But I'm not going to be like, to hit you with the, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? I'm not that type of dude. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I appreciate you, brother. I really do. That means a lot coming from you, man. Seriously. Yo, I, and I, and I, and I, and just to touch on something you was talking about a minute ago, I, mean, I promise we're going to get to the music. I promise we will. No, it's like, so good. I'm here, son. I'm here. This, I'm, I'm just honored to be on your platform, dog. I'm here. I'm honored to have you, brother. Like that, um, like the first time I saw you perform, uh, I think the very first time I saw you perform, I brought you out to Greensboro. I had heard you rap. Um, I had heard you on a couple of joints and I was like, yo, like, I want to bring you out. Like, and he was like, word, I, I'll do it. So you came out, you did your thing. I told niggas that same night, I was like, yo, I'm going to need y'all to do me a favor. Don't let the exquisite vocabulary in the glasses fool y'all. I see something that y'all don't see. You know what I'm saying? I see something y'all don't see because I know, and I know I see it because I'm the same guy. So I know when I see it, that that's what I'm seeing. And so I was like, yo, Y'all get fucked up and fooled by all the punchlines and shit. Pay a close attention to what he's saying. He's telling you who he is without having to say it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've always appreciated that about you because you, if a person just sees you, because, you know, you had a lot of uh, pictures like you either just got off of work and was on your way to work and you had on a shirt and a tie and the glasses. And I'm like, yeah, somebody might get the wrong impression looking at this and not see what's <laughs> going on here. You know what I'm saying? So I just want you to know, man, I appreciate your transparency as an artist and as a man, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a whole lot of people out here painting pictures and selling narratives that aren't their real lives, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and things that they've never really dealt with. And I, I tell a lot of my friends that like younger cats, especially that are coming up, hey, look, man, do me a favor. I know you personally. I've known you for, for 15 years. You've never touched a gun in your life. You've never fired yeah. a gun. Please don't talk that shit if you're not ready to, to, to walk that walk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's that's something beautiful <laughs> that I feel like yeah, comes out not only your music, but just your story, you know, in, in its totality. Yeah, it's that's part of my therapy, too, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, with everything I've done in the past, I mean, I'm definitely a product of that. And it's like, look, I talk about it. 
because I was because I'd be about it and I definitely was about it. But the thing about it is, I show you the I show you the bad side of that because everybody want to talk like, yo, I do this and then I'm on the boat with Poppy and I got mad broads. So I'm like, nah, this is what happens when you try to <laughs> when you try to move it. You try to move it. Your girl get on your case. You get on your girl case. Y'all mad at each other because you out there doing wild stuff that you really don't need to do, but you want the money fast. You know what I'm saying? Then you lose your family. You know what I mean? And now you out here with your family lost. You making bread, but you looking over your shoulder and you can't really sleep like you used to. And your mind is messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing with that's 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 what drug politics is all about. Yo, like on the real, it's an anti-drug album, because if you really mm -hmm. listen to it, you like, yo, this dude had a really good job and he decided to jump in the streets. And now he lost his girl. His son ain't with him. I mean, in real life, my son lives with me, praise God. But, you know, with drug politics, like his son ain't with him. Now he losing his mind. You know what I'm saying? Because of the guilt. And it's like I create these characters to deal with all of my flaws. You know what I'm saying? Which I may be jumping the gun because I know you got questions for me and I'll definitely wait on that. But the characters that I do with all my my concept albums, they're actually my actual flaws. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll tell you why I'll tell you why you don't really hear about one particular character anymore. I actually had to kill him off because the therapy was successful. So, you know. That's heavy. That and that's heavy on a on a level that a whole lot of people can't even really appreciate right now. But I hope in due time they will. I, I really hope they will because I I look beyond the music, even when I'm listening to the music. You know what I'm saying? So when I listen to you, I hear you rap, I hear the beat you're rhyming to. But what I really hear happening is how your mind was turning while you were writing these parts. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the part that I'm trying to hear. Because a motherfucker can say anything on the record. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A motherfucker can say anything. But there's a there's a difference between when you can tell it's an authentic product of their mind and of their mm -hmm. being, and when it's a product of, oh, let me do this because I think people are going to like it. So I yeah. think, like, you, um, it's a couple people that stand out in that regard to me. You, uh, OC, Malls. Um, Laz, when you know when he does decide to rap, uh, <laughs> you know, there's certain people that that certain people who are really good at being transparent and still creating quality music. Mm -hmm. So I mean, even if we go back to like the first product project I heard from you, which was I think it was Kryptonian Thought Patterns. Kryptonian Thought yeah. Patterns was my first yeah. official official tissue album. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now on that album in particular. I, at first, I was like, Kryptonian thought patterns. I don't understand where he's going with this. And and then I saw the track list, and I was like, okay, okay. Let me just listen. I need to hear it. Um, something like No Cape stands out to me. Yeah, I remember <laughs> no that. No Cape stands yeah. out to me most definitely. Um, I think, what was, what was my joint? The joint with Ghost Dog Salute, that's heavy. Um, yeah. Backseat, backseat of heaters with eternal like, like, like you yeah. got joints on there, like you know what I'm saying. And yeah. I was like, yo, this guy is, he's different. It's not what I expected, but mm -hmm. it's so with that title, you would think that this is going to be some out of this world shit that I'm not going to be able to comprehend. But in all actuality, you were giving credence to the fact that your mind operates differently, but I can deliver it to you over these beats in mm -hmm. a way that you can comprehend. But I want to bring you into my world. So I was yeah. like, yo. You executed that perfectly. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, bro. Absolutely. Like, for real. I mean, the reason behind the title is like, you know, Kryptonian thought patterns. It's like, I'm a huge DC fan. I'm a huge Superman fan. And it's like, you know, I like both sides of Superman, the evil side and the good side. There is an evil side to those that really like to dig deep. 
And the thing about it is with Kryptonian thought patterns, I was just letting people know, like, you know, to be Kryptonian, like you being an alien. So you being above all of this human shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you being above all of this human shit. And it's like, you have to be your own, you have to be authentic. It's like Superman had no choice but to be himself because, you know, on earth, the sun pretty much gave him his powers and he can't hide how powerful he is. Same thing here. I can't hide how powerful I am on the mic or off the mic. You know what I'm saying? I just got to make sure that, you know, I got to stay myself and I got to stay strong, strong enough to be above all the human shit, which is like, you know, the jealousy, the temptation, the hate. I feel all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I'm not sitting here saying that people are hating on me. Nah, I feel hate towards people. And I had to stop that. You know what I'm saying? I had to stop that and really get it together because I was hating myself. So Kryptonian thought patterns was the beginning of the journey. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. And uh, shout out to everybody who featured on there. You know, shout out to clientele. Um, he uh, made some beats for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Eternal. You know what I'm saying? Ghost Dog. Absolutely. You know, um, it was just it was a crazy journey, man. For real. That was a crazy first album. yo. I ain't thought about that in years. <laughs> I think the wildest thing is when I when I listen to your music in chronological order. Mm-hmm. And then I think about um, like just observing you in that same time frame. I think that it a person who's aware would know that like if you listen to things in chronological order, like everything that comes out, everything that's released is literally like a time capsule of where you were between the last project and the next one. And mm-hmm. where you're hoping to go going into the next one, but then it, it's a, you know, the break in between that also gives you an opportunity to, to now the next project is going to be, okay, well, I left you right here on the last one. This is what happened since then. Okay. And, and this is where we are right now. Like yeah. a lot of people can't do that. So like, um, now I, w- I will say I love drug politics. I love the Bass Brothership, but my personal favorite precise politics project without a question is Last Son of Brooklyn. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> that's, told, that's absolutely my favorite. Wow. So, that's yeah, crazy. That's my, that's my favorite one. Um, and, I, and I'll tell you why, though, because um, as a fellow Northeasterner, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I can hear the Timberlands walking down the, the blocks in Best Style when I listen to that album. You know what I'm saying? So that, to me, um, as much as the personal element still still exists, it gave me a nostalgic kickback and brought me back to a place where, like, matter of fact, I can tell you this. If you listen to... There's two songs I released not long after that album came out. Mm-hmm. And that al- that album was undoubtedly the inspiration for those two songs because oh, it wow. took me back to when I first started rapping and when, I, and, when, and when I was still, you know, in those ciphers and I was going out, going, running around Brooklyn and running around the Bronx and running around Queens looking for ciphers, just rapping with niggas. It took mm-hmm. me back to that, you know what I'm saying? And it made me remember mm-hmm. what that felt like. So I was able to write some shit that I haven't been able to write in a long time because I haven't been there, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been in that space. So... Last Son of Brooklyn is probably my favorite. Um, Leave You Where I Find You was a close second. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a special album to me because oh, that's yeah. when Frankie Needles died. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's when Frankie Needles died. Frankie Needles, Frankie Needles is the anger. Frankie Needles was the anger. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Precise Politics is the dude that puts business before everything, even if it makes him lose friends. You know what I'm saying? And lose relationships. Um no face to God is the dude with the serial killer complex, and <laughs> and God brand is 
the narcissistic dude, the narcissist, you know what I'm saying? So my narcissistic tendencies, that's no face to God and God brand by itself. The serial killer tendencies and the anger, that's no face to God because Frankie Needles is dead because that was the original anger, you know what I'm saying? And then there's Michael who puts it all together. So, you know. Man, see, and that, and that's, that's okay. So let me, let me ask you this then. If you had to say you have a, I know you said that uh, Leave You Where I Find You has, has a special place in your heart. Mm-hmm. Would you think that if, now most artists don't do this, but I, I put people in the corner when I ask this question, but would you rank that as perhaps maybe your favorite project or mm-hmm. is it just that it's special in, in its own right because of the, you know, the space that you were in when you did it? It's special in its own right because of the space I was in when I did it. And um, also it's like I worked, you know, cause Shark Cuts, you know, shout out to him. He produced that entire album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was going through so much with that album i was going through like i was you know that's when me and k hill was beefing you know what i'm saying a little bit um you know my fault because i was just young and i was crazy and you know i was wilding out i felt like you know that was my only way i can get to him because i respected him so much on the microphone that i was like now now daniel son's gonna try you you know what i'm saying um so that was that with no with darts over smoky um then you know I was trying to, you know, take care of stuff with Frankie Needles, like ending Frankie Needles once and for all because of therapy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and my, me and my lady, we was going through something, even though we was on a song together. You know, shout out to Lena Jackson. We was going through something then. You know what I'm saying? Um, that album, there was so much exper- experimentation with that album too. It, it means a lot to me, and Sharp saw me through all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's a really special album. Um, as far as favorites go. Um, I think it's one of my favorites, but it's because of the time, you know what I'm saying? And also COVID really messed that up because we really couldn't do what we wanted to do with it because of COVID. That was like when it was really, really starting to hit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, thanks. Last Son of Brooklyn was when I first worked with drugs. That was the first time I met drugs. And that was the first time I worked with him, you know what I'm saying? And from there, we already saw that the chemistry was crazy. Absolutely. And we were like, yeah, we need to do an album together. You know what I'm saying? And drugs just gives me so many great canvases to paint on. Like, I'll tell him the, what the album is about because I write the album out in a script form. And then I break down each parts of the script and be like, these are the songs that I'm going to do for this part. These are the songs I'm going to do for this part. Like, I write the album as a story and then put it in rhyme form. You know what I'm saying? Love I don't that. even name my songs until after the song is done. You know what I mean? And I do so many emotions and stuff in my songs, learning how to use my voice because of Cahill. Cahill taught me how to use my voice as an instrument. You know what I'm saying? I owe a lot to that man. And it's like, you know, I learned how to do that. So when I do my acting in the booth, a lot of the engineers are looking like, yo, this nigga might flip the fuck out. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's like, it's like some, some, some Mark Hamill shit when he's doing, you know, Joker voice and all that. And people are kind of nervous when he's in the booth. Like, it's kind of like that. But I like stuff like that because I'm a comic book head. So I haven't missed a year since Kryptonian Thought Patterns. I've dropped an album every year since Kryptonian came out. You know what I'm saying? And that's because that's how comic book issues come out as far as like, you know, different stories and stuff. You know what I mean? Like every year there's a new, there's there's a new, uh, you know, band of issues to look for from your favorite hero. You know what I'm saying? Earth 52, all of that. So I keep it consistent with that. 
That's dope, man. Like, and I and I mean, I I peeped the uh the comic book rep. Like, I'm not. I, I will say, when I was younger, I was in the comic books, and uh, like once I jumped off the stoop, all of that was over. But like, yeah, of course, I, I probably should have stuck with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that could have offered me a different kind of escape. Um, mm -hmm. now I do know, I, and I do want to say thank you because there are some people that I would not know if it wasn't for you. So, um, if it wasn't for not only not uh, would I not know them people, but some of them I probably wouldn't have worked with. So. Uh, I think uh, I, I definitely think that, um, and I'm going to say this, and I'm hoping that I get to interview her soon. Um, I've, I've reached out to her. I think that that was. Uh, I think that you bringing Lena to the show and me allowing her to rap that night opened my eyes to some. You know what I'm saying? I had never met her in person. I had never met you in person. It did open my eyes to some. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah. You and I also did a record with Samson, who I had never worked with prior to that. And that, you know, that opened the door to me and him being cool. So like, mm -hmm. uh, for you to not be a um, <laughs> rooted North Carolina artist, you know what I'm saying, so to speak, uh, mm -hmm. you still have a massive influence within the scene just because of your your genuineness and because of your talent, you know what I'm saying? People respect you to a, to a high level. Like when I started talking about lyricists, your name is always in the conversation, like always. So like, <laughs> um, that's crazy, man. Thank you so much. I can't believe that. That's crazy. I don't know, man. Brooklyn kids get biz, man, all the time. But it's like, you know, I'm just, I, it, it, it kills me that people, I mean, it's like, I'm so on the microphone, especially when I'm playing the no face character, you know, face to God, I'm such an asshole. And it's like, I feel like I know it all. But yo, outside the booth, yo, when I take off that cape and I'm chilling, I can't believe that people in Germany and everywhere be listening to me like that. Like some of the opportunities that I'm getting now that I can't even really speak on, at least on the air, you know what I'm saying? I can definitely talk to you off of the air about them opportunities because they're crazy, but it's like, I'm getting these opportunities. It's such a blessing. And I did it my way. Like I didn't have to, you know, go to everybody's shows knowing that I don't fuck with everybody like that. And it's right. not some hate stuff. It's like, some people's music I just don't like. Like, I can't relate. And it's like, I know them in person. So I'm like, I know bars eight through 12 is bullshit. And it's like, it's hard for me to look past that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can't go to your show and pay $7 just to give you the ice grill when I could not be there for free. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's more disrespectful for me to come through on some bullshit just because I feel like I can rub elbows with other artists who really can't do nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So for people to still mention my name and my opportunities coming the way they are and people to still rock with me like that while I do how while I do what I do and how I do it, that's big, man. Like I really appreciate people like you and you know, people like drugs and people like K Hill and people just rocking with me general, man. Like that's really cool because I don't know how to be nothing else but what I've been, what I've been. You know what I mean? Okay. Just trying to update Absolutely. the formula. That's all. That's all you really gotta be, man. Because like, um, I, like some people get the impression that that you're standoffish, and I'm like, it's not that he's standoffish. I'm like, if you know anything about Brooklyn, you would understand why he's the way he is. Like you would know that it's not a matter of being standoffish. I got to make sure I can fuck with you before I fuck with you. Like, I'm not just going to come talk to you and da da da, da. Like, I yeah. need to know. I know yeah. what I'm saying? And the vibes be strong with people, though. Like, they don't yeah. understand that you can see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. and, and you have to learn how to see that. You have to learn how to see that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because you could just be, you could just be politicking with somebody. And then all of a sudden, that person got beef you ain't know about. And people think birds of a feather. 
You know what I'm saying? So now you got beef and I didn't know that. And people roll up on us and they think I'm with you. And it's like mistaken identity. So now I'm involved in your shit just because I was there politicking with you because I didn't know that you was a scumbag or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, you have to be careful. You have to look at things from mad angles. I see people doing stuff every day and I'm like, yo, if you would have stopped and looked at that from a, from a different angle, you would have never put yourself or people you love in that type of situation because you'd have thought twice about that and you'd have moved different, you know what I'm saying? So it's not that I'm standoffish, like you said, it's just, you know, I don't just rub elbows with everybody, man. And my man, uh, my man, Juice Lord, uh, shout out to him. He told me when we first started, you know, when he was doing Crossbones, and I politicked with him and I was like, yeah, you know, I'd like to be a part of that. He was like, I didn't even know how to ask you, Sias, because you don't even seem like you need nobody. Like, you know, he's like, I was, I didn't know how to ask you. And I guess that's because of the way I am. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, some, some people that's real close to me, they collab with me. A lot of people are scared to ask me to collab. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm not an asshole. It's just, I'm straightforward. Like, I'll be like, yo, I'll rock with you. Or I'll be like, nah yes your music ain't kind of that's not my style but i still respect what you do you know what i'm saying it's, it's just not my style you know what i'm saying and it's like a lot of times i honestly if i got mad love for you i don't even charge you for verses you know what i'm saying like i'll be like yo if you, as long as you got your paperwork right and i know that you are going to promote your joint i'll give you my publishing information and make sure you got the publishing right but as far as charging for verses, like charging a lot or charging at all, some people I don't even charge at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, let's do it. Let's go. Let's make something dope. Let's make something happen. Every verse I spit is going to be a part of history. And that keeps my that keeps me here, even when I'm going in the physical. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. That's real. I wish I wish more artists would, would take that approach because I feel like if they understood, you can't give me a throwaway verse because if you die tomorrow, if we both die tomorrow, this song gonna live on and you gotta live with that. You gotta live with what you said on this record. You, you know what I'm saying? You have to, uh, your your character is, just think about if somebody don't know you and this is the first thing they hear. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna judge you based on that. And they're not gonna, mm -hmm. if, if it's not up to par, they're not gonna go find anything else to supplement whatever their belief may be about who you are. They're just gonna judge you off of that. So mm -hmm. if a person was to say, boom, I never heard of precise politics and I just hand them um, I just hand them Bar Association and they listen to it. That's not a poor representation of precise politics. That's actually a great representation of precise politics. If you if you listen to the bars, like you'll know where he at. And you'll have a complete understanding of at the very least where he was when we did this song. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I appreciate your consistency for Thank one. You. Not only Thank consistency, you. but also, I mean, I, I can't use this word enough, your authenticity, because of there's a lot of fraudulent shit happening and I hear it all the time. And, and I, I used to be very, uh, a friend of mine hit me one time and said, you know, your Facebook page looks like an advertisement for every rapper that you like. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily look like your page. It looks like an advertisement for all the rappers that you like. And I said, well, you know why that is? Because if I respect somebody pen enough, I want everybody to fuck with me to fuck with them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I respect your pen like that. It's, it's a few people who pen game. I'd be like, yeah, I need to turn my niggas on to this shit. So like, yeah. I really like you and Malls together. The, 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 oh, yeah. the, 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 man, bro, y'all niggas is crazy together, the dog. Best brother, dude. <laughs> I just interviewed yeah. Malls. He was he was on last week, and we were talking about y'all projects, man. And he was just like, dude, like, um, I don't think people understand how much it puts them under the puts another rapper under the gun, knowing that you're doing a full blown project with a certified killer. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so Malls was like, yeah, bro. Like, I had to be on my A-game, like, all the time around this dude. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Malls, Malls, let me tell you about Malls, man. You know what I'm saying? That's my brother, man. And we, we've we been doing records for so long, even before Bash Brothers, you know what I'm saying? Um, Malls is a smart motherfucker, yo. Like, Malls is, like, really, really wordsmith. Like, he be, I, I tell him, I'll be like, yo, I know your verse is dope after I Google some shit. Because it's like, he'll say some shit. I'll be like, yo, I know that's dope because you my mans. But let me Google this and see how dope this is. Like, he just be saying stuff, man. Like, yo, all right. So he put me on because I was like, hey, yo. You know, he was talking about, um, he got a verse and he was like, I'm eating. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm eating something out of gold, solid gold ramekins. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is a ramekin, B? And then, and then he told me, and I was like, yo, I use those. He's like, exactly. I was like, God bless it, man. Don't do that, man. Like, yo, he's so smart with his, man. And he's so smooth with it. Like oh, yeah. me, I got the rough smoker's voice and I've never smoked a day in my life. But you know what? That's me. You know what I'm saying? That's me. I never smoked a day in my life. I I had an incident with an edible because of sharp cuts, and that fucked me up. I'm pretty sure he'll tell <laughs> story about that because that was silly. You know what I'm saying? But oh, I never smoked man. weed in my life, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my voice just came natural. You know what I mean? And um, with his smoothness, man, he's so smooth on the mic. Even when he's talking rough, he's still mad smooth. And I'm like, yo, I'd kill to be that smooth because if I'm that smooth, now I sound dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I mean, can't do yeah. it. So it's like, I'll be, I'll be the hype. Like, okay, so so Malls is the the brains, man. Malls is like the brains, and and he does he does business very well. Sharp is the sound. Like, sharp is definitely the sound. Like he made, he helped shape the Bash Brothers sound. Precise, God brand is the audacity of the Bash Brothers. Like, I'm the audacity, yeah. I'm the shit talker, like. I'm the Ric Flair of that group. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of everybody else, they might they might wrestle better than me, but they can't they can't out shit talk. You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. Like no they doubt. just can't. You know what I mean? And I showed that when we was playing the video game Smash Brothers, and I was talking shit to OC and them, and we were doing them little WWF promos that we were doing for Smash Brothers and shit, just talking shit to each other. And Eternal, shout out to Eternal, the MC too. He was there, and Ghost Dog was there. I mean, I I whooped all their asses, and that ain't no fucking cap, as the kids say. <laughs> they tell you that, you know, Precise is the God in Smash Brothers, and that's pretty much how it all started. It was like, yo, I want to see more of this wrestling promo shit. And that's when the Bash Brothers really got into that wrestling shit, you know what I'm saying? So it was just all good fun, and then we just barred out on beats, and then now people love it, you know what I'm saying? But Malls is a smart-ass dude, man. He's a monster, oh, yeah. Absolute no. genius, man. Like, I, and he said, uh, he said in the interview, he was like, you know, motherfuckers be getting on me because I be using what they call them ten dollar words and shit. I'm like, yeah, you can use a ten dollar word. You know what I'm saying? As long as you got the skills to make change, it's all good, bro. That's that's all yeah. that really matter. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. hearing y'all together, and I feel bad. I said this. I've said this because everybody that I've interviewed from North Carolina just about so far has worked with Sharp, and I feel awful that I have not because I've known him forever. And we've talked about doing shit together numerous times. So, Sharp, if you're watching this, and I'm pretty sure you are because it's precise politics. If you're watching <laughs> this, or you're listening to this, rather, um, let's do it, man. Like, <laughs> let's do it. Like, All you, you know, got to do is hit that man up. He will send you a pack. He will send you a <laughs> pack of beats. Yo, Sharp and Drugs Beats have fucking, like, spoiled me. I, I done become a beat snob. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and 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 you know who else spoiled me too? Cahill spoiled me too, man. Like we gotta, yes. we're actually doing a follow up to Stallone and Weathers too, and we're gonna try to drop it this year. Like we done got back together, then oh, cut the so bullshit cool. out, cut the fat off, and now we four joints in, like we four songs in, man. And I wish I could share them shits with you right now, boy, because them shits is crazy. But you know, he's a know, genius. Man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, Cahill. Drugs, beats, and sharp cuts, they spoiled me. I'm like a beat snob. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all, if if your shits ain't hitting like that, I can't rock with you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to make my pen move. You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. You get to a yeah. certain level, and it's kind of like, eh. Like, and and, and uh, it's funny because AP fucks with me about that all the time. He said, you know, you used to have the Nas complex. As long as a motherfucker give you a beat, you'll rap to it. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, but now... You way more selective with the beats. I, I appreciate where you at now. I was like, man, it just comes to a point where Trust One and Quest and AP and Fred Benz just give me crazy shit. And I'm like, so now when I hear some of this other stuff, I'd be like, nah, I can't write to that. <laughs> it, it don't even make me want to write to it. I'm cool. So to put you on the spot, I'm going to need to do a feature with you and AP because y'all be getting down, man. Shout out to AP, man. AP is a fucking monster, dog. I'll be listening. I'll be like, yo, this dude right here is phenomenal. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you and him together, yeah, you already know you a legend, but yo, yeah, you and him together, oh my God, bro. Like, I'll be like, yo, I know I'll be on my rough shit and I'll be on my gumball shit and I'll be on my storytelling shit. That's what I love to do. It is what it is. I'll be listening to y'all. I'll be like, yo, that right there, I need to be a part of that. I'm not above asking dope dudes to let me get a 16. I'm not above that. I'll be like, yo, let me feature on your shit. I'm not too cool for school. I'll be like, yo, let me feature on your shit. Like, let me, let me, you need a little God in your life. Let me, let me feature on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I love sparring with wolves, man. Like, when I be rapping with Watts, when I be doing joints with OC and Ilpo at the same time. I'm like, yo, these dudes, man. Like, when we did the joint on Crown Royal, and oh, then yeah. they let me have the last verse, I was like, y'all, y'all letting me anchor? Yo, I'm about to fucking yo. You know what I'm saying? So about it's to like, leave Earth on this shit. Yeah, <laughs> out on that shit. Yo, the song came out so dope, man. And it's like, cause if you're not careful, man, if you if, if you're not careful, you let them do it. OC, it take your fucking head off. Yeah, you, you know will. what I'm saying. Yeah. And and it's and it's and it's, it's a beautiful sport. You know what I'm saying? It's like OC, it take your fucking. head I didn't see him take cats. No name, no blame. I don't see him take niggas' heads off on their own joints. And I'm really? like, yo, never me, son. I can't have it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't have it, bro. And so he's talking his Black Phillip shit, and I'm talking my God brand shit. So I was like, yo, come through on drug politics too, yo. He said, say less. Then we made the song The Goat and the God. And he fucking left Earth on there. And I'm like, yo, I right, I'm coming in right after him. Right, right after his hook, that he even made a little hook, and I was like, "I'm not even fucking with that hook. I'm gonna leave that <laughs> hook on here." I didn't ask him to do that, but he did that because he cares about hip hop. So I was like, "I'm gonna leave that, and I'm a springboard off it." You know what I'm saying? He's like, he found the hand of God, and he tried to draw with it, and he stopped, and then he said it again, and then he stopped, and then he said he found the hand of God and didn't say nothing. So I was like, "And he trying to draw with it." 38 about the jam sport, my after school special. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just sprung board off of him. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm like, Ooh. oh, you setting me up? I'm with you, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, he cares about hip hop so much. It's like, and he's so fucking, now OC is a cool ass dude when he rapping. Like, 
He's yes. cool as fuck. Like, this dude is like the hip-hop heat clip. Like, he's <laughs> cool as fuck. OC's cool as fuck. Yo, I don't care if dudes think that they pin game is better. I don't care if you think your pin game is better. You will never be cooler than OC from NC. That is a cool-ass dude on the microphone. He just be saying shit, and he got the voice to do that. And I'm like, yo, he's so fucking cool, and I'm so yeah. fucking not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so fucking rough. Like, I can't, even when I try to be cool, my shit's still rough, man. Like, it's wild, but you know what? That's me, and I like that. I can't get booked at every show, but that's cool because everything ain't for everybody, no matter how much a masterpiece it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Now, the funny shit is, y'all, I got uh, got an interview with B Squared. Uh, I did, I think I interviewed B like a couple months ago. It was supposed to be B Squared and OC. Mm hmm. Like the hardest thing for me in the entire time, the entire time that I've known OC is just cornering him and getting him in the in the place where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there. So like, yeah. so yeah. like the interview ended up just being me and B, but it was cool because I never got a real really got an opportunity to have a, a long fleshed out conversation with B Squared, and I learned I learned a lot about who he was as a person more so than just a producer. You know what I'm saying? As during the course of that conversation, so that was dope. And just like this, like I. I there's certain things I pick up, context clues I pick up from watching people, uh, things I pick up from reading what they say on, online. Like, I'm like, a lot of times I'll read what somebody writes and I'm like, I know that behind that there's this, but this is what they're presenting. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you'll leave, you'll say little cryptic things from time to time. And I'll be mm -hmm. like, hmm, I think I know what you mean by that. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to delve into it because like, I can tell that this is a progressing thing and eventually the part that I think is behind that is going to come to the forefront. And then eventually you get you get to that point, like two, maybe two posts later, it's like, yeah, so what I was saying was, da -da 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 -da, you know what I'm saying? And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I got you, bro. You had, the way your mind works, um, when, I'm, when I listen to your verses, when I, the way your mind works when you write is otherworldly to me. Um, sometimes the way you put things together I think to myself, man, I wish I had said that. Um, matter of fact, I can tell you from from uh, even from Bar Association when he said, uh, when you said, uh, uh, carving my name in their tissue, granted but never fake. Where did my foundation? Where? What? Wait, where did my foundation stand on faith and never shaken? Uh, decided to. Uh, what? Oh God, I hate it when the shit get fucked up in my head like that, bro. Like. Cause I, Yo, you remembering more than me right now because I'm trying to call that verse up because I done wrote so many verses, dog. You know how this, you a writer, you know what I'm saying? But I know it's sounding familiar. The word of my foundation is definitely something I would have said. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's a lot, man. The oh, way I, I structure things. Put your enforcement back of a hearse and sees a rider. I said, get the fuck out of here. Did he just say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I was like, yo, this dude Sykes is wildin', yo. <laughs> I try to, I don't know, man. I love having what the fuck moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just in verses, but with albums. Like, you okay. listen to a song, it's like, the fuck is he thinking? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the joint that gets the most what the fucks is uh, Mother's Day on um, Drug Politics 2. Because yes. it's, like, it's like, yo, the first thing is a dream, but you talking to yourself in a dream. I'm like, yeah. It's like, start off with, yo, it's been a while since we killed somebody. Don't mean to bug you, but I'd really like to kill somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, it's some wild shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And then the glamour and the glitz, you know, hook. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And then people are like, what the fuck was you thinking? I'm like, that's what I want. You know what I'm exactly. saying? You know, I always 
I used to want to be the dopest on a song, but now I want to be the most memorable. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I always explain this situation to people. It's like, all right, Flavor in Your Ear remix. You know what I'm saying? To me, Biggie, best pen. Most yeah. memorable, Buster Rhymes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Biggie's verses, of course, flames. And I'm just waiting for the Buster Rhymes part. Even yeah. though I love Biggie and I know he killed that, I'm just waiting for the Buster Rhymes part because he was the most memorable. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and, and making a good record is better than being the dopest on the record, honestly. Sometimes you're the dude that slam dunking the ball. Sometimes you're the dude that's setting up the alley-oop. Sometimes you're the dude that's setting up the fast break. You started the steal. You got the steal that made us go down there and show off, you know what I'm saying? And if like if you learn how to play your part like that, you'll have a whole lot more dope records in your catalog than just trying to be the best on the verse. I ain't gonna let you take my head off, but you know, I would rather make a good record than just have just a dope verse by itself and then the record be like just regular shit, you know what I'm saying? You know what you're reminding me of right now? A conversation that we actually were having on a post that you made uh, on, on, on the book when we were talking about- um, <clears throat> Reading off your phone shit? Yeah, that shit. And I was <laughs> like, um, you know, and it, and it's, it, you know, it turned into a different thing because I know Eda Mad hopped in and me and him had this conversation a lot because when we were working on Carter and Newton, um, it was a couple of times- Thank he told you, Alvin, by the way. Thank you, Sorry. thank you, most definitely. He yeah. was like, yo, he said, I know that you are a Tyrannosaurus Rex with a pen. I get it. Sometimes I need you to turn that down just a little so we can just make a dope song. Like, you don't got to try to take my head off every time. And I'm like, okay. And I, But when I did that and I listened back to the album and I could tell the songs where I took a little took a little off the gas because I wanted to just make sure the song flowed well. And I was like, yo, this is still super dope. My verse isn't trash. Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel the need to go super scion on the, on the record, you know what I'm saying? Because it would it would have sounded ridiculous coming behind his verse if I'd have just went all stupid. It would have sounded crazy as fuck. So I understand exactly what you mean when you say that. And I didn't understand that necessarily until the Carter and Newton project. And I, you got to think, this is, I'm deep into my career at this point. So like for me to just figure that out, like I, I feel kind of stupid. But nah. we go through so much time wanting to be the best. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's ingrained in you from the beginning. If you're going to do this, you got to be the best. And it, yeah. I, I, I would venture to say that any rapper who's never had any level of success, no matter if it's underground, mainstream, whatever, if you've never had any level of success, I can guarantee you that that's a person that deep inside themselves does not believe that they're the best. Um, right. 50 Cent right. say, show me a nigga that don't think he the best, I'll show you a nigga that's never going to make it. You know what right. I'm saying? So exactly. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. Now, drugs, politics, and when I first heard the title, I was like, wait, what? And it was like, no, 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 Precise and Drugs doing an album. I was like, oh, okay, this should be dope. Drugs is dope, Precise is dope, cool. Mm -hmm. And I listened to the first one, and I was like, this is fucking incredible. Like, I don't know, I wouldn't expect anything less from these two gentlemen. However, part two mm -hmm. completely changed the game for me. I was like, <laughs> the first one was cool. This is some other shit. This is some, mm -hmm. if you're a hip hop head, I need you to listen to this now because you're missing out on something if you're not listening to this, you know what I'm saying? So what, what do you think is, like when you go into the process of making an album, is it is out doing the previous project a part of your thinking or is it just like, let's just make the best project we can, we can make right now? You know what it is? It's, I don't want to have two projects that sound the same. 
So I automatically have to outdo it. You know what I'm saying? From from the beats that I choose to the way that it's mixed. I don't want it to sound like the other one. My biggest fear was drug politics two just being drug politics one again. And I was not going to have that. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, the story got so dark because at the end of drug politics one, you know, big bro was telling me, you're going to have to kill Keisha because now she talking too much. So I started off part two, body and Keisha early. You know what I'm saying? And so I did that and then ended up bodying somebody else, took them to the warehouse, told people how to chop up, chop up the body and dispose of it. Then kept going through my mental shit, end up killing somebody else because now I got a God complex. Now I feel like the power of life and death is in my hands because I, I had a son and now I'm taking people's lives. God giveth, God taketh away. Now I got that. That's why God has no face. You know what I'm saying? So then I take that and now you're dealing with not only were you dealing with somebody who started being a drug dealer, but now you got somebody that's about to, that's turning into a serial killer and he don't know how to stop it. That's the kind of stuff that I like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it would be easy for me to be like, I was a drug dealer and then I got locked up on drug politics too. That's mad cliche. Yeah, that's too easy. I yeah. dare somebody to say that they saw this coming. You didn't see Never. a, re- a Never. regular dude becoming a drug dealer and losing his family and then having a God complex while he's killing a, a, a shorty that just lost her baby because of crack. You didn't see that coming. I don't care who no. you are. You didn't not. see it coming. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I like stuff like that, man. You know, I like stuff where it's not cliche, man. I don't want to talk about I'm on the boat with Poppy and I got mad girl. I don't want to talk about that. I don't even want to make girl songs. And if I do make girl songs, they're going to be rough because it's going to be real. Like you talk about Last Summer Brooklyn, the joint Lois Lane, that shit was mad rough. And K. Yeah. Hill, who produced that? But that shit was <laughs> rough. It was a love song, but it was rough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, yeah, I love you, but you get on my fucking nerves. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the realest love songs to me, though. That's the realest kind of love song. Yeah. Yes, you know yes. I, mean? I don't like you know all the flowers and heart shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do the LL Cool J, Who Do You Love joints. You know what I'm saying? Nah. No, and, and and I like those joints to listen to, but I can't rap them. My shit is my shit is real, dog. Like soberish. When I was like, yo, I don't I don't want you to leave and fuck the chorus. I just want you to come back. Like that's the shit I was really fucking feeling at that time, bro. And Lena, she was so gracious. You know, she Lynn, she she gave me a verse, a dope verse. I was like, I just want you on this song by yourself. I just want this interlude to be all you, just rapping. And you gonna rap to me and you gonna talk shit to me right exactly how you felt and even though she was throwing darts in that shit i still say that she held back just because she's a lady because she could have got way worse you know what i'm saying but that song going into soberish with me answering her and i was like you know i bet you he don't beat it like i used to i bet you he don't eat it like i used to and i mean come on son like that was real shit that was a real conversation bro just putting in the rom form you know what i'm saying so it's like Authentic shit like that, man, and honest shit like that. That's what I, I need that, so I give that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't ask people to do that if I don't do it myself. So yeah, my sister's gonna be gritty. Like, I told drugs, like, yo, people make snuff films, we make snuff music. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Yeah, We make snuff music, you know what I mean? And so drugs was like, I like that a lot. And so I was like, all right, well, (laughs) he was like, yup, I'm gonna start making beats for that right now. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Drugs are wild, man. That joint he did for me, he is fucking crazy, yo. Like, 
Drugs is awesome, man. Like, drugs got so much work out here, bro. Like, drugs is an animal, son. Like, he got so much work out here, man. And he can touch the stars, but still bang out on Earth with the humans. You know what I'm saying? No, like, he got his finger on people like Royce, you know, 50, Kendrick. He got his finger on all of them people. They're just a button press away. But then he still come back and bang with people like me and like you. And you know what I'm saying? Because he just respects good pins he respects that you know what i'm saying so it's like shout out to him man he's a monster man but he he still yeah. comes back and still bangs he's still in a slam dunk contest when he really ain't gotta do that he could just sit yeah, in the and chill but he's still in a slam dunk contest banging it on tracks you know what Showing i'm saying out, yeah. <laughs> yeah still doing 360 windmills and shit you know what i'm saying He's like, yeah, little niggas thought y'all had the game. Watch this. <laughs> Watch I'm this. About, my man put out a beat kit, a drum kit, and everybody yeah. bought it. And they trying to make drugs like beats. He gave them the formula, and they still can't get the blueprint. They can't do it. He's still, out, he's still out here the king of his game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's crazy. You know? Now, I would, so, say, I would tell you why your music connect with me. I think why, why I think especially the drugs politics should connect with me to, to a large degree. Because I, most people don't know, I think I've said it on the pod before, but my initial uh, career path was I wanted to be a profiler and catch serial killers. Word. So, yeah, I was a psych major at college. And so when I listen, so when I listen to you, like, I think it's certain people, uh, the people that I spoke on who have that transparency and who, and who are, you know, very genuine in what they say in their music and they let, let a lot of themselves shine through their music. I'm able to listen to it with a different mind because to a degree I'm analyzing them. But mm -hmm. I'm also enjoying the music because the, the MC in me is enjoying the music and just enjoying the bars and the wordplay. But the analyzer, the analyst, you know, saying the, the behavioral specialist in me is like, hey, this motherfucker might really be crazy. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me jot some notes down real quick. <laughs> let me jot some notes down real quick just so I can make sure I keep up with this. So Do I mean, it. Yo. Do it. So, I mean, what's coming next? Like, what's what's the next thing coming out coming out the camp? Stallone Weathers. Um, we're working on that now. You know what I'm saying? We four songs in. Um, Cahill said I can't really get the title right now, so I'm not gonna get a title. But okay. we, that's 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 next. Um, still campaigning. You know, drug politics too. God has no face. Available now. You can get that physical and through digital. And the thing about that is, like, you know, not only COVID, but the car accident derailed a lot of stuff we were doing. I mean, we got into that car accident on the day of the video shoot for Bulletproof Arrogance. Yeah. Which made me change the entire video shoot because I was like, it was going to be a whole different video. But then when I got crippled and I had the operation on my leg and I couldn't walk, I said, all right, I'm going to do a hip hop misery. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I got, so I got, got shorty. She was with it. You know, said uh, one of you know one of my exes. Um, I was like, "Yo, want to threaten me with a sledgehammer?" She's like, "Hell yeah!" I was like, "All right, then." So, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you know, I told her to come through. Shot the whole joint in my crib, man. Uh, Dan Lewin, he came through. Shout out to him, great videographer. He came through, and um, you know, me and him, we talked about what I was going to do and how I had everything. Malls came through, played a good cameo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Malls is, I always got him doing stuntman shit in my videos, man. Like, I told him, I was like, yo, son, let me direct the video and I'll take some bumps and bruises for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, He got beat up in the Calamari video. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I had everybody mad scared, including Shorty, because I did my own stunt. Like, if you watch the Bulletproof Arrogance video, you see me climb out the window. Like that was real. Like I climbed out the window with the brace on my leg and crawled in the yard and everything. Like 
and everybody was scared that I was going to mess my leg up. I was like, nah, man, I got it. I got to do my own shit. I got to make this video as dope as possible. No so, doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, bro, like, yo, Bulletproof Arrogance is a good video, man. But um, that's, the, um, you know, still campaigning for that. Salona Weathers, Bash Brothers, the other one's coming out. Um, We're working on that as well. Um, Malls is about to drop an album, him and Sharp exclusively. Um, I'm on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm on there for one song. You know what I'm saying? Um, some shows now that I can walk again. Got some shows coming up. You know what I'm saying? Hell I got a Lucy. I got a Lucy that I'm about to release with Steve Skyline. Um, that joint's coming out real, real soon. We actually about to shoot a video for that probably Tuesday. Um, just a short visual with it because it's something we just gonna bang out that just to keep name floating out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you um, gotta, gotta hopefully see. another trip to Shade 45 real soon so I could you know go up there and burn that up again. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, um, I'm gonna tell you some good shit, man. I be seeing y'all do shit like that. The first thing that crossed my mind is, damn, I'm proud of my niggas. But <laughs> I want to, I want to get in front of that mic one motherfucking time and tear that Bro. shit fuck off. And then I'll be like, all right, y'all can have it. I'm done. <laughs> I got my one. I'm good. <laughs> Listen, bro, like I plan on doing a lot of that, man. Like for real. Like I plan on doing a lot of that. If they let me do it, if they bless me with that opportunity, I'm definitely gonna come up there and I'm gonna do my thing. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give niggas 72 bars neither. Like I'm gonna give niggas a quick, you know, so a quick 32, something dope like that. Get in and get out. Don't give them all, don't give them it, don't give them everything. Let them fiend for a little bit. Let them do research. Like I wanna hear more of this dude. Let me research this. So, you know, eight minute freestyles can kick you in the ass, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're Black Thought, because Black Thought is the God. He or he already he already did his time. He already did it, and he's still out here banging out dope joints. You know what I'm saying? But a new cat, a quote unquote new cat like me, nah, man. I'm gonna give you a quick 32, maybe a 48 if I'm feeling lucky, and then I'm gonna breeze on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make you search for me like, yo, this dude was dope. Let me see what's up. You know what I'm saying? Because God, yeah, man. Gotta have it. I mean, like the reality is, I think um, what people don't understand in a lot of cases, especially for for cats like us, is those type of opportunities. Like uh, my man Cam from the Materials got on. I think it was um, geez, which one was it? He was on one of them Jones. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it, but he was on there and it went viral. You know what I'm saying? But he's mm -hmm. so dope, and I'm like, but dog, if you if you don't know who the materials are, you've never been to a material show, you don't understand that this motherfucker is literally off the, he don't even walk on the same ground most people walk on. He's fucking crazy. You know what right. I'm saying? Like those opportunities like that sometimes can mean so much more for us than even the album being out at a, at a point because if they don't know you, they may not go check the album, but now they see you do this freestyle and it's so impressive. Now they want to go check out your music and see what it means, you know what I'm saying? So like you said, mm -hmm. an eight minute freestyle could hurt you. In that yeah. instance, but if you give them a quick 32, you know, 48, that, that might be cool. And they'd be like, yo, that was just dope enough. Or that was so sick. I got to go find out what this motherfucker got going on. You know what I'm right. saying? Exactly. Because so, the attention spans are a real, like, the technology got us really, you know, our attention spans are real short now, man. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you see an eight-minute freestyle, you like, All right, I'm going to hear maybe the first 16, and then I'm going to start skipping shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, and that's just, that's how I am. You know what I'm saying? I can't really speak for anybody, but I know attention spans are getting shorter. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, you got to kind of factor that in. That's why people are putting out new music so quick because attention spans are so short. I remember we used to take albums home and sweat them shits out, man. We get dressed, go to the basketball court, listening to music like that. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, 
Come on, man. Only Built for Cuban Links is my all-time favorite rap album in the history of rap, bro. And I still listen to that shit front to back now. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, I remember having that in my Walkman, bro, going to back, play basketball. You know what I'm saying? Just listening to Cuban Links. You know what I'm saying? Like, dribbling the ball down the street, listening to criminology. Like, we used to sweat albums out back in the day, man. That's why we used to have such conversations about who was better and what album was better and why, man. That's why some skits were so classic. You got some skits that are just as classic as records. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, yo, it's Mickey. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. It's because we used to really listen to records back in the day, man. Now, you know, my, one of my favorite skits, hey, yo, 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 I saw your man over there. You know what I'm saying? He, I see, see him saying, he over there talking, he got a hundred fees, so he got mad fees around him, son. Like, he right over there like, by yo, your, yo, yo, son, yo, yo, son, what he, what he got on? Like, yo, what he got on? He was like, hey, yo, kid, what <laughs> you doing, huh? So you, <laughs> yeah. Talking to you, what? Yo, that I'm telling you, man. Classic, like, bro. Bro. But that's when you used to really listen to albums and really appreciate where that skit was coming from. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? He's like, yo, shit, oh shit, son, I'm hit. I'm hit, son. And Raekwon's like, damn, son, you bleeding, son, bad. And that was my favorite shit, bro. When that he was like, yo, you tried to assassinate me, God. Right? <laughs> yo, and that brought in Can It Be remix so beautifully. Yes. Like, just like on Mob Deep, man, when he let when he let rapping noise just go off on a freestyle, and then yeah. he after that, and then they play "Give Up the Goods." I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, I "Give Up the Goods" sounds better to me after I hear the skit. Like, exactly. I have to hear the skit first, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and people don't understand that. It's like, yo, it's a good record, but I gotta hear that skit first because yeah. Noid went off. You know, it what set I'm saying? it up perfect. It set it up perfect. Like, and that's, and that's the thing. It. Like, when I listen to you. When I listen to you, when I listen to O, when I listen to Ilpo, when I listen to you know Ghost Dog, and, and it's like it's certain people, uh, even C Shreve, I got big love for Shreve. I have not had an opportunity to check out Drugs of C Shreve, but I do have it queued up to listen to tonight, so I'm definitely gonna mm -hmm. listen to it. And I, yeah. I would love to get him on the on the pod because his hip hop journey has been very. Um, I've watched a lot of it, and I I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for C Shreve. Um, mm -hmm. But the thing that I appreciate the most about y'all is that you don't make music for the time; you make music for all time. I can listen mm -hmm. to drug politics one right now and mm -hmm. it will sound like it just it sound it will sound like it just came out, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I can appreciate it like a brand new project, even though I've heard it before. And I think that that's one of the most important things I think that may have come from not only just um us being who we are, but also the era that we came up in in hip hop. We understand the fact that this music is going to have to outlive us. It's going to have to outlive not only us but it's going to have to outlive this moment. Yeah, um, the moment is what it is, and the mo that's not going to change. You know, say so the moment's going to be what it's going to be, but the most important part, the most important thing that could come out of that is having music that not only makes sense right now, but if I hear it ten years from now, it still makes sense. When I listen to Only Built for Cuban Links, it still makes sense today, and it came out in '95. You know what I'm saying? It's, so like, you still be catching jewels too, man. Another yeah. album like that is Reasonable Doubt. Absolutely, absolutely, and and yeah. I, and, and I, I hate to say it, but um, I mean, hell, Illmatic's like that too. Like, I still hear things. To, I, I hear things in Illmatic now that I that I haven't caught in the last, you know, twenty eight years since it's been out. So, like, it's kind of like, damn. Like, I didn't realize that that was like I always thought this meant something else. But now, as I'm older, and I can look at it from a different perspective, now I get a totally new meaning from, from this. You know, this eight ball couplet that came together. Uh, Reasonable doubt is very much like that. Only built for Cuban links is like. Liquid Swords is like that. 
liquid swords is look you're gonna still find out things 10 years from now while listening to liquid swords yeah because the way he put his bars together is like if if, if you listen to the jizzle and you don't write a verse after that you listen to him wrong you know what i'm yeah. saying also also hot take on illmatic to me it was written was better that's, that's okay it's it's that's a hot take but not necessarily because me and people have that conversation all the time and i and i think that as i've gotten older i start to understand more why people say it um it's just that i guess for me personally it's never going to outrank illmatic because illmatic speaks more to directly where my mind was at that time in my life and it yeah. was written it was only two years later. My my life hadn't improved enough for me to be like, <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. I get it. No, right. I don't. But like, uh, I do recognize now the greatness of that album because when it first came out, I'm not going to lie to you. I bought that album and um, what was the other album I bought the same day? I bought two albums that day. I bought It Was Written in another album. I listened to It Was Written twice and I took it out of tape deck and I didn't listen to it again for like six months because mm -hmm. I was fuck is he doing, yo? Why would he do this? You know what I'm saying? Because and Illmatic then, was so rapidly rap, yo. Like, Illmatic was so rapidly <laughs> rap, fam. That, yo, I mean, people was like, I don't want to hear nothing but rapidly rap now. But then it was written, he was so in his prime, bro. And it's right. like, he fed you. Yo, I'm sorry. Like, and people going to hate me. People hate me for this. I'm like, yo, the message, the song, the message on It Was Written blew out 90% of Illmatic, yo. Like he killed it on it was written. And then people don't like Nas is coming, but I thought Nas is coming was dope. Come I thought on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. From childbirth to hearses, I flow like the now covered surface. I bit the fruit from the serpent. God, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. And then watch them niggas. Watch them niggas was some yo, watch them niggas was a queen's anthem on the low. On the way out. Yeah, and, and then come on, man. The joint with Mob Deep on it and Prodigy just spazzed on that first verse. Come on, man. It's yeah, like he was crazy, giving yeah. everything. And then AZ like, came and ate food again. Yeah, he ate food again on the firm joint. Affirmative action. AZ is, AZ is one of the most underrated MCs in, in the history of rap, in my opinion. Like he, he, him, um, I, Black Thought was in that category, but I think that Black Thought has done enough to lift himself out of that underrated uh, in the last, you know, three to five years. He, he's done a lot yeah. as a soloist. It's not having to just do it with the roots that have kind of taken him out of that. But I think um, AZ falls in that category. Uh, I think Sticky Fingers falls in that category. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of cats that I think haven't, properly gotten their flowers from the hip-hop community and it could be for any variation of reasons but you sir as we was just talking about the jizzle it made me realize you remind me of a of a of a more of a more macabre version so to speak of, of the genius like you the way you put it together there's stuff that from kryptonian thought patterns that if i go back and listen to it now the way i heard it the first time i'm going to mm -hmm. hear it completely different this time and it's going to have a whole new meaning to it and that's the type of shit that I like. When I can revisit your music and it not feel the same anymore, it feels it feels still feels good, but it feels good for a whole different reason now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have a better understanding of why it feels good to me. Um, well, even with OC, when I go back to 2014, which was the first time I ever heard him on that mixtape. Yo, 2014, fam. He smoked this. He smoked this. He had a joint on there, and he said he was saying something. He was like, you know. He's like he, he's like he's like I got 
he's like, I got three sons. He's talking about his sons and his daughter. He's like, I got three sons and they all orbit cis. And I was yes. like, yo, that yes. is like <laughs> of all time. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah, like, yo, believe, that, line, that line made me want to have multiple kids just so I could write some shit like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> that line was so stupid, yo. I was like, whoa, three sons orbit sis. God, yo, that's that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he had Ilpo on that joint too. And Ilpo was spazzing out too. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> not people need to talk more about Ilpo because Ilpo so. are really really dope duo you know what i'm yes. saying on some real shit people need to talk more about elpo man and you know what i'm saying i tell people i'm dope because of the people around me. the people around me make me dope drugs shark malls you know what i'm saying my son you know what i'm saying like he gives me stuff to write because just seeing my son make me want to write you know what i'm saying listen to my bars now my son is all in my bars bro you know what i'm saying because real shit touches real pen you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's going to that's gonna make you really right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, the people around me make me dope, man. And then it's like the, the people that I see, it's like, it's easy for me to go out there and listen to an established artist. I'm looking for diamonds in the dirt, fam. I like to listen to the OCs and the Ilpos and, and you know, the Malls and the Sharps, the, the Seven, the Panthers, the Ghost Dogs, the K Hills, man. And K Hill really taught me how to use my voice, bro, because I used to just like, I look up to K Hill still. You know what I'm saying? That's like my Me too. <laughs> as far as artists go, like, I look up to K Hill, like, I look up to Raekwon. And Raekwon the Chef is like my fav- my my second favorite because I can't lie to myself. I love Raekwon the Chef. I would geek out if I ever met him and whatever. But Prodigy, rest in peace, was my all time favorite rapper, yo. 90s era Prodigy. From he was a problem. Infamous music from, from, from Infamous to Murder Music was a fucking phenomenal beast, Joe. HNIC was just scratching the surface. In the canvas, I paint a picture similar to Ernie Barnes, nigga, but mine's is more ghetto, more gut. Yo, son, Bro. when I bought Murder Music and that shit came on, I, when his verse started, I, t- I stopped the fucking tape and had to walk out the room. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't listen to that yet. Hold on one second. <laughs> Let me listen. walk this off real quick. Cause people have to black the fuck out and I already know. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> was on a song with Cool G Rap and held his own. That right that there. Easy. That you know easy. what I'm saying? Cause, cause yo, Cool G Rap with that first verse murdered everything. And yes. then Friday came on and was like, never prejudge. You be the humble that is squeeze slugs. I'm like, let's go, D. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just had that flow, yo. Come on, man. Yeah. I used to drive a Mac and kept the hat. You used to drive a hat and kept the Mac in the engine. I'm like, come on, Pete. Yo, Prodigy yeah. was my fool. He used to get compared to Nas, bro. When Nas yeah. was in prime, it was like, oh, Nas yeah. is here. Prodigy's here. Respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Prodigy used to, like, really eat food, bro. The Who Shot Your Remix, he stole the show. You know what I'm saying? He was so nice that people slept on Havoc. And Havoc was a monster, bro. Yeah, I Havoc was dope, yeah. Time, Havoc was a monster, yo. You know, it still it's, is. But it's you just, it's, it's, it ain't no different than, like, to me, I feel like I feel like that um, in, in, like, even in regards to, like, Wu-Tang Clan when I listened to them. Like, I was like, yo, there's some really dope, like, people always talk about the top three or four, but I'm like, if you think about it, it's, it's nine of them. So, like, 
if you think about it, there's some gems in there that you're not catching. To me, Master Killer way doper than y'all give him credit for being. And then yeah. um, I was like, I think it's just the fact that he's so laid back and he's so cool that it's just like, it doesn't draw you in like it should. But like, just lyrically speaking, Master Kill is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, but you're not going to get the same impact you get from a Ghostface, a Raekwon, a Ma uh, Method Man, or a Jizzle. And then those, those are like basically the top four for most people. And I mean, Inspector Deck can be in or out of that top four. He may right. be number five, whatever. But yeah. he may yeah, have man. the best opening verse of a hip hop song in the history of rap, perhaps. Like that's just crazy. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. He killed. yes. 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 Yo, you can't. Like you can't do anything about that. And no one can do anything <laughs> about that, bro. Like, yo, you just have to be like, yeah, he has the best one. And just make your music, bro. Like, That's it, don't yeah. even try. You know what I'm saying? Don't even try to come. You know what I'm saying? Cause yo, and and, and I love stuff like that. That's why I love Prodigy so much. Cause Prodigy had some of the illest opening lines ever for yes. verses. And it'll just bring you in there. Like, come on, man. He was, he'd say something simple. Like he was rhyming on murder music and he was like, keep your rhymes to yourself. We make fools out of niggas. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's so gangster to say. Like, you know nobody want to rap after they hear that. You know what that I'm saying? My raps taste good in your mouth like damn like pop. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> The list is you don't want to miss this, don't no, no, no. be a statistic. Keep your oh, rhymes to yourself, you yeah. niggas, and write shit that'll certainly move y'all niggas. I mean, come on, man. And then yo, the beginning is that I had this as a ringtone, bro. That's how much I love this beginning. The oh, motherfucking shit. beginning second verse of um Quiet Storm. It's like yo, the P Rock 40 inch cables drinking white label. Diamonds and guns before the fame, dude. A nigga like me hold text. Are you the same? You the too? same too? Prodigy? Yo. Going through the emotions of gun hold. Come on, hoping. yo. Come on, shotgun got my pants leg limping. Come yeah, on, he was bro. he was different, yo. He was different. And like the yeah. fucked up part about that is. I got I got into a lot of um disagreements with people because they was talking about Prodigy one time and I was like, well look. And I think the reason why we were having disagreement is because of the type of rhyme that we was talking about. And I was like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I love Prodigy. I love Mob Deep. But when we're talking about this thing that that was the main subject of the of the post, he don't fall in that category. Like it's it's a whole lot of people that do that better than he do. But if you're just talking about rapping, Period. Like just a nigga being in their own lane and doing their thing. Nobody do what P do better than him. Like nobody uh, can do that shit better. Nobody. Than nobody. You know Prodigy what I'm saying? So ill, bro. And story, quick story. When we opened up for Mob Deep, me and K Hill opened up for Mob Deep. Still on the weathers. And we did our thing. Bruh, we killed that show, bro. Like we even had Kyan the Lion King there doing a joint on one of our sets. And you know, Cayenne, he'll he'll open up for the Apollo one morning and then open up for a Walgreens the same night. Like really? Cayenne was is everywhere. So like he's a worker, bro. You know what I'm All day. Yeah. All day. So that set, we killed that set, bro. Niggas was coming up to me like, yo, I thought you was gonna be on some Drake shit, no disrespect. But yo, when you started rapping, nigga, like it was really on it. Yo, I remember I stayed just to see Mob Deep perform. And to get paid. Mob Deep. Mob Deep killed that show, bro. And P's, P's dapping people up. You know what I'm saying? I'm already geeked because Prodigy is using the same mic I use. I was like, yo, he's using my mic. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on some stupid nerd shit. You know what I mean? But yo, bro, like, I remember pushing this white dude out the way. Like, yo, move. 
and then I adapt Prodigy up, you know what I'm saying? When I dapped him up, he looked at me and he said, you got busy. And then kept dapping other people up. So I guess he saw some of my set, some of our set. Man, he told me that, boy, I almost earled on the girl next to me, boy. I feel like, that shit got me emotional as hell when he said that. I was like, yo, my favorite rapper told me I got this, bro. And then he died the next year. Like, that <sighs> hurts, man. Yeah, so I went into the store with Prodigy so bad, bro. Like, yeah, I would have, I would have, I would have, I would have, and it's crazy because when I, like, just when I first heard you rap, I would have never known you, you held Prodigy in such a high esteem simply because when I first heard you, I think it was a more, more of a bar heavy record that I heard. So it was like, okay. Um, and I know that, that Prodigy, like, so to speak, like, okay, when most people think bar heavy, they think punchlines, metaphors, similes, da, 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 da. And I'm like, Prodigy do that, but he do it in his own kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Prodigy um, was more set up and delivery. Right. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But Prodigy will say some shit that wasn't even a punchline, but like just the fact that he even said it, it's just like, like when he said, I'll throw a TV at you TV crazy. TV at you crazy. Like yeah. That wasn't even, I was like, that wasn't even a crazy dope line, but like the fact that you just said that, where you said it and the way you said it made it fucking incredible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, Prodigy definitely, man. Like, and it's crazy to me because I, I never think that these people that I hold in such high lyrical esteem, like you, and for, for you to say Prodigy's your favorite rapper. I'm like, okay. Yes. Whenever I hear people say that, it puts me back on my Mob Deep train and I always end up going back and re-listening to Mob Deep music because I feel like, damn, I ain't listened to Mob in a minute. Maybe I'm not remembering this right. You know what I'm saying? And then I go back and I'm like, man, fuck, P's, P's fucking incredible, yo. <laughs> this thing is, this man, thing is yo, amazing. <laughs> he, he had so much attitude, man. And it's like, he'll say, come on, man, why niggas bullshit on the grill? I don't fuck around, Dunny. It's most real. Like, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Prodigy was... Dude, I mean, okay, so when you hear me, you probably hear a lot of Big L and Raekwon, and then yeah. you try to hear me doing some other shit, like the way I put together rhymes, and I try to make it, you know, my own style and shit. But as far as lines to open up that's crazy, that's Prodigy, man, because Prodigy's oh, yeah. opening lines used to be stupid, man. I, come on, man. I put my lifetime in between the paper's lines. I'm the quiet storm nigga who fight rhyme. P, yeah, you heard fight of him. Rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, you heard of him. The fact that he yeah. even said fight rhyme, so like, fight rhyme like, bro. <laughs> Come on, son. Ooh, I mean, that's just crazy. Wild, brother. Oh, what man, makes I'm me happy you, is man. just listening to people who can write like that and come through with such audacity, bro. Like, it's oh, yeah. like you said that. And you stood by that shit, bro. Oh yeah, like he was crazy. he was a cocky nigga too, man. but he he's he supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? If you rap like yeah. that, you can afford to be cocky. Shit. Yo, <laughs> you gotta be cocky, bro. You gotta be cocky, man. And it's like you just say certain shit, and the way you say it, like um, you know, going back to, I like talking about people who I fuck with, man. Going back to OC when he was like, "Woo Factor." Plus, I, plus I got flair like I know Rick. I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, yeah, bro. bro!" Yeah, like, bro. like I was like, I throw my phone. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, like get out of here, man. Him, you know, you know somebody who um who somebody who I feel like never really got they just do as an MC. And I think he's really dope. Um, and I know he's moving into more like managerial label running shit right now, but like fucking Sean Don, Saint yeah. Finney, um, Saint Finney and O'Mare or whatever his name is. Yo, that nigga's dope. <laughs> like he's about, dope as fuck. You talking know? about swag and delivery. That's all him, bro. Like all that. You can't like you you can when you hear him, you could never say that he ain't got the confidence because the swag in that shit is like, come on, man. 
Like you can't rap in the booth after him because you'll slip and fall on swag. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro. Come All right, on, so I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask up? you the question I ask every other Carolina artist, and I just got I just got done interviewing my man Ron Mallory. Um, so I, I got his take on it, and I, and it's always dope to get it because it's almost better coming from somebody like you who's been around the Carolina circuit at this point, but you're not from there. So you don't have like allegiances to certain people where you feel like you have to say certain people's names. No, nah, you know, so, nah, you, you know me. I ain't gonna do that. Right, no, you ain't gonna do that no way. <laughs> so, so if you if you had to give me your top five Carolina MCs, who would they be? Yes, not not including yourself. All right. So I still I still include you as a as a top five Carolina MC, because that's why I met you. So I'm gonna say you because the, the way you put shit together. And the way that you deliver it with your smooth shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you be on some smooth shit, too. I can tell when you're getting rough with it. But, like, the delivery is like, I'm like, all right, he's a smooth dude, but he's saying some wild shit right now. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's like, all I've ever, all I ever hear is about when you used to do your shit at the colleges and shit. Like, when you used to get down at the colleges, niggas would tell me, yo, seven, seven is nice, bro. This, that, and the third. And, hell, we did a show. We did a show dedicated to you when you was leaving. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I did my seven pants on homework. And I was like, yeah, he's very dope. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I knew about the smooth delivery and shit. So coming from you, that's big, bro. Thank you. No, I'm, you know, you know me, bro. Um, K Hill, absolutely. Always. You know what I'm saying? Um, K Hill's a legend. He will always be a legend. I gotta get him to rap with me on Stallone and Weathers. He just wanted to do the beats on Stallone and Weathers and just let me just fucking flex. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to coax him into rapping with me. But I understand because, you know, I be saying some wild shit sometimes. So I understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No you doubt. Want to no be doubt. With that shit. So I understand that. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Um, You know what I'm saying? Despite despite what it is with us, uh, Lena Jackson is like not just the dopest female MC. She's one of the dopest MCs, period. Like, I said the same thing. Yeah, there's been times where there's been times where she ate my food and y'all niggas ain't never hear that record. Because fuck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm petty, bro. Yo, petty Hey, I'm not mad at Petty Ruffin, son. There's been some times where she ate my food and I had to nurse my verse. Like, nah, not me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, I could not conjure up the killer instinct when I was rapping with her. And that's because, and I'm telling y'all, don't never, don't ever fall in love with the competition, B. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like, I didn't view her as competition until we started rhyming together. And so I knew, I saw it on her face that she was taking my, trying to take my head off all the time. Like she would always be slick and I would write my verse first. I always got a quick turnaround. She'd be yeah. like, yo, so let me hear what you got. And then she'll go back and conjure up some wild shit. And I'll be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? And I'll nurse my shit, you know what I'm saying, back. When we did that record, Siberia, bro, she was like, I want you on this record because this beat sounds like you. I said, yo, I'm gonna try to murder her on this shit. And you know what I'm saying? We did the Siberia record, it came out dope. But she's one of the top five, man. Um, Not just because, you know what I'm saying? But she's just not just a dope female MC, but I've seen her eat dude's food too. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So it's like she's a top MC, not femc. I don't say that dumb shit. That's not me, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Malls, absolutely. Malls, oh, because God, I've seen malls come up crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like 
when he was big malls and then he went to not so big malls and it's like his breath control got way better you know what i'm saying um and with his breath control getting better his cadence got way better so yes. when his cadence got way better he started really putting shit together and then he started putting a lot of a lot more emotion in his shit and oh, i'm yeah. like oh, shit who knew mall had flair yo i didn't know that <laughs> you know what i'm saying and so we sitting there rocking together and I'm like, damn, fam, like, this dude really got a lot of flair with him. Yo, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? We be going back and forth on our back and forth shit. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, and the, and the fifth one, and, and the only reason why I hear the fifth one is because of the order that I've just said. It's not that anybody's better than anybody. I, I just wanted to name five. Um, OC, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely top five in Carolina. Um, dudes, dudes, ain't, dudes ain't really seeing OC like that, man. They not, you know what I'm saying? Like they think they are, but they're really not. Like I see little snod comments here and there on 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 posts and shit. And me and him have even had conversations, you know, about it. And I tell him like, ain't nobody fucking with you, bro. Come on, man, stop it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ain't nobody fucking with you out there, man. Only one that can really fuck with you like that is 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 Ilpo and y'all in the same crew. You know what I'm saying? So yo, exactly. just keep do what you do, fam. You know what I'm saying? But those are my top five, man. Um, you know, now as far as producer rappers, you know what I'm saying? Um, Sharp Cuts got that shit like on lock to me, man. As far as producer yeah, rappers. I'd say Sharp Sharp Cuts the AP probably the the top two in, in the whole state of me. You know what I'm saying? Like easy. You know what I'm saying? Sharp yeah. Sharp and AP. And I mean like <clears throat> I would say at this juncture, AP got a, an advantage on the rhyme side, and Sharp would have an advantage on the B side. Um, I ain't mad at that. Presently, presently, you know what I'm saying. But I think it balances out. Um, man, that's crazy, yo. I, I I love your top five though, because realistically speaking, I was saying to Brome earlier, I was like, you know, a big part of what what informs people's top five when I ask about Carolina MCs is the area that they're in, um, because there may be somebody in Charlotte that's just as dope as somebody that was in that was in your top five, but you don't know them. You probably never heard them, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so and, and it just it just stands to bear that the people that you're around the most and that you get an opportunity to hear them be their best self the most often would be in your top five. I I completely understand that. Um like I, I know in my personal top five, superstition is is high. Superstition and Fonte are both high, but like they're almost in like in a different sphere almost, you know what I'm saying? So you don't even yeah, really want to like, them when you do it. Like Yeah, exactly. Like they already got. You know what I'm saying? They already got this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me, when I think of Carolina top five, I'm I'm thinking about people that's on the come up, like heavy. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. So no doubt. I, you know, that's just me, man. Like the cats that made it, they made it. That's cool. I'm yeah. trying to see new blood now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get up there too. That's my competition. You, you, the people that's already up you there. Right there, bro. You probably if if I'm making the top 10 list. Your name is definitely in the mix. Um, I, like realistically speaking, and that's only because, like, if I take Fonte and Super out, and that opens up two more spots, and I move everybody else up, you're definitely top five, easy. You know what I'm saying? Because when it come to pins, it ain't very many people pins. Like I, I be saying slick shit when I rap, like you know what I'm saying. Da 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 da. Ain't, ain't no. But I, if I'm being honest with myself, and I'm really taking a gauge of what I hear and what I see from people, um, like your pin game is. You you and OC, y'all pin games, both of y'all pin games is is on a different sphere than most people. Eternal the MC, his pin game is on a different sphere than most people. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah, Lena different world, man. pin game totally different. So it's like there's some people who break the mold and go outside of what um 
what most people would expect. You know what I'm saying? Right. And y'all take take shit to the utmost level, and I appreciate the <laughs> fuck out of that. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah, just uh, before we wrap up, man, let the people know where to find you online so they can follow you. You know what I'm saying? And stay in tune to what y'all got going on. Oh man, yo, so precise politics, P R E C Y C E P O L I T I X, man. You could I'm actually Googleable now. That's crazy. You can Google my joints. Um, you know, you may have to Google Stallone and Weathers, that might be separate. You know what I'm saying? Um, Bash Brothers is still out there, you know what I'm saying? Um, my social media, you can definitely hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, I'm like at precise and um IG is Sice Boogie. So C-Y-C-E-B-O-O-G-I-E. And I answer DMs and stuff like that. I'm not on no snob joint, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's how people can hit me up, man. My music is everywhere. You can actually Google all of that. Um, Drug Politics Part 2 is still out now. Everywhere, if you want a physical copy of Part 1 or Part 2, you can definitely hit us up on Bandcamp. We'll make sure we send that signed, filled, and delivered. Literally signed. Me and Drugs have signed the copies. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. That's how people can find me. Just hit me up, man. We, You know, if you want to work, we can definitely work. As long as you, you know, in that same lane. You know what I mean? Um, That's me, man. Facts. Man, y'all already know what it is. This is Panther Politics. Y'all heard it first right here, my man, Precise Politics. Bro, thank you so much for being on. I look forward to what's coming. I'm getting ready to hop back in and listen. I'm going to listen to the C Street joint first, but then mm -hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm going back. But yo, definitely. I'm going to have to change the flyer now since drugs didn't make it, but it's all good. It ain't no thing. It's, it's an easy fix. I want to send you. I want to send you a picture to use too. That'll be dope. I'm gonna send you a That'll picture work. to use. All right, that, man, no doubt. Yeah. Thank That'll you so work. much for having me on here, man. Oh, no doubt, bro. Anytime, man. And when and when the joint drop, I want to have y'all back on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, so we so we can have a collective conversation about it. As a matter of fact, I, what I may do when you drop when uh when the Stallone the Weathers drop, I want to have you and K on. Um, okay. Because I haven't had a chance to interview him yet. And just so I can put it out there real quick before we go, me and K Hill been talking about doing an EP together for like 12 years or some shit like that. I don't know. He was going to do the beats. <laughs> I was going to do the rhymes. But and maybe one day it'll happen. Who knows? But even if it don't, that's my brother. I love him to death, man. So, yo, yeah, stay yeah. up, Sice. I'm glad you're healing up, brother. Keep on, keep up with the recovery, bro. Stay with All me, right, man. Bro. As a matter of fact, I'm going to DM you my, my number, bro. With, you know, if you ever need to just vent, holler, whatever, reach out, bro. All right, I got out, man, so we can get on a song together, too. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Oh, we got to do right, that. I'll holler at you soon, family. All right, peace, man. All right. Peace.